0: 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Episode 32. Wrestle Your Perception. Sitting in the hot box in my garage. Just finished training. And I'm staring at the wall. And it's probably one of my favorite quotes The man in the arena. who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither knew victory nor defeat. Theodore Roosevelt. I had to lead the podcast off with that. It was just too awesome. I read it every time I'm in here. One of my favorites. But... I actually wanted to talk about two stories that I had on my mind. Too embarrassing, not even embarrassing, but they made me feel embarrassed. I got, I got belittled and there's nothing, nothing I could have done about it. And my baby's crying. Let's check the monitor. She's okay. She's good. She just rolled over. So there's nothing I could have done about it. The first story, I was uh, I was working in a family business at the time, and it was in a jewelry store. I was there for nine years. I learned a lot there, and um, someone came in that we repaired something for them, and they ended up picking it up. But they said that they didn't. They um, they said that we lost it. They said there was sentimental value. I don't remember the I don't remember the pieces. There was a few other people working at the time. It just it, 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 this type of thing happens. People forget. They don't have their ticket to pick up their item. A hundred different scenarios the way it could have went. So this woman ended up suing the, the jewelry store. So she was doing it herself. She was a non-practicing attorney. Or she, well, I guess you are practicing, but she wasn't working, so she decided to go and represent herself. She probably just wanted to go and practice. She sued us for seven hundred bucks. Whatever is this stupid? But they were sentimental, so hey, I, I get it. So, be me being the uh, the the manager there, I had to go in and go in and be there for the jewelry store on the jewelry store's behalf and right away the judge loved her you could just see it he was talking because she she was defending herself and i was there with this lawyer that owed us a favor that you know he didn't really care he had a a rapport in that courthouse i guess but he didn't you know whatever so i'm in there and this and the, the the judge is asking me questions and i'm just i'm like holy crap i'm getting destroyed like, I didn't know what to say. I was just saying, listen, I wasn't there. I don't even remember. This was over 10 years ago. I don't even remember. And I was I was 19 or 20 years old. Shit. And this guy is just, this judge is drilling me. I remember his name, but I'm not going to say his name. But what an asshole he was. And he's like, and letting the lady talk and whatever. I can't even tell you what they said because I don't even remember. All I know is I got my my ass destroyed and this this guy this judge starts telling me what I remember in the end starts telling me if I was in your community in that jewelry store I would I would not recommend anybody to come to your place. You shouldn't even be in business. As far as I'm concerned, you're a terrible person you what you did and I'm just like oh my god I it wasn't those exact words but he said he said that that I'm not a good person he said that I don't deserve to be in business he said all that and you know I tried to let it roll off but man that's sat with me for a while and it just came up in my head now it sat with me for so long that it pissed me off that I couldn't say anything back because of somebody passing judgment on me, saying like he knows me, accusing me, saying like he that he knows that he like he knows who I am and what kind of person I am. And I couldn't say anything back to him. That motherfucker couldn't say anything back to him. But that's the way it was. And we ended up the jewelry store ended up paying 700 or 750 bucks to that lady. And hey, man, it sucks. It sucks. And it was a very very small price to pay. I I don't I don't even know if I want to say I learned a lesson from that because I didn't. I just felt like shit. I guess it toughens your skin a little bit. You know, someone belittles you like that and you can't say anything back because of their position. You know, but hey, it made my skin a little bit thicker. I guess it probably it definitely did. Absolutely, but I figured um, I'm sure some people can relate to that. You know. Certain situations where you can't say something because you know you're going to get in trouble. Like with the law, it's a little bit different than let's say you're in the street and someone says something to you and you know you're going to get into a fight. You might even get your ass kicked. But you still say it back. And if you do get an ass kicking, you still said something because you could have. Because you had the power to. You just In this situation, I felt like everything was str- like taken from me. You couldn't say anything because you would get in trouble. You go to whatever, go to jail. I don't know what happens when you mouth off to a judge. So that's you know that sucks. Even when you know you you, you know can't even take the consequences. But I'm saying if you you know those kind of consequences are coming, you know, and because you, you can't respond because somebody's accusing you of being a bad person, shitty feeling. Uh, well, that's that. I'm sure you guys got a, got a little bit of entertainment out of that. But this next story (laughs) is definitely more embarrassing of it's, I was, I was, man, it was when all my buddies went away to college. We just, we graduated high school. Everybody went away to college. And at that time, you're, we're hanging out, partying, going to parties every weekend in high school. And then everybody leaves and I stayed back, myself and very few other people, everybody, went went to different colleges, out of state or in state, but like super far away, and man, this uh, <laughs> and you, I was I was lonely. You're know, like, man, I'm used to partying, hanging out with my friends all the time. So you know, there was nights where I would just hang out, watch a movie by myself, whatever. It was cool. I got used to it. No big deal. You know, I still went out, made some friends, obviously. But right when when school like college started, it was weird, so this, uh, I'm driving home one night, I don't even know where I was, I'm driving home, and i hear in the radio show, (laughs) it was 103.1 The Buzz, they did like a dating, a a dating uh, show, where you'd have to call in, and you tell them, you know, a little bit about yourself, (laughs) and if the girl picks you to stay on the line, or whatever, then, you know, you go to the next round, I guess she meets you, or whatever, I don't know, all I know is I was single, and I called in, and they f- they fucking embarrassed me on on the air. <laughs> and I think my brother heard it, and he called me. He goes, what the hell is wrong with you? And I called in, and I was so nervous. I was sitting in my car. I was so freaking nervous. And it was this little prick. Little prick. I think he might be handicapped. God forgive me. He was the he was the 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 DJ and his name was I was gonna say Balls Mahoney Ross Mahoney, that little motherfucker. I remember him. And he ripped me he just made me feel like shit. just embarrassed me on the air. And I call up and he's and and, and they asked me the questions. I don't remember. It's like, oh, what do you like to do? Oh, I'm into martial arts. You know, I've been to martial arts my whole life. I'm into martial arts. What do you do for work? I'm a jeweler. You know, this, this, and that. And they would asked me other, they asked me some other questions and he's like, dude, you're a weirdo. What's wrong with you? And, and the girl's like, yeah, I don't think I really like that guy. And I was just like, oh shit. And then, you know, some other things that they said and they just hung up and I was just like, dude, when I tell you my confidence was so fucking low, holy shit. But man, that was, I felt like shit after that. And it's just, it's a hilarious story. I always say, funny is funny, even if it's offensive. It's or if it makes you feel bad, it's still funny, and that was funny, man. And my brother talked to me about it the next day. Or he called me. He's like, "Dude, you sound like the biggest idiot I've ever heard in my life." Like, he just totally, just added and just kicked me while I was down. And then the next day, my brother told we. Had, I forget, it was like a family get together or whatever. And I had a bunch. I have a bunch of cousins that live in my. Uh, you know where I live. In the in this in neighboring cities, and the, my one cousin just was fucking making fun of me. I do martial arts and I'm a jeweler, and I was just like, holy shit! They were ripping me apart, and there was nothing I could do. I mean, I could have responded back making fun of him, which whatever. I'm sure I did, but I, I I couldn't hang with that. That was I just got, just got ripped up. That's <laughs> they got you dead to rights, man. Checkmate you know what are you gonna say you sound like the biggest fucking idiot on the radio oh man you know the the, those two stories actually make me laugh saying them out loud but that judge that cocksucker that was that pissed me off and even even the radio show pissed me off but still it's that was that was funny that was definitely funny but man i just figured i'd come on and say these two stories because they were they, they hit me hard, especially when they pop into your head, you know, those two things where you don't remember that feeling, but then when you remember it and you can actually analyze it. So it's pretty cool that I actually thought about that and I was able to document it. But man, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, I'll talk to everybody soon. I got a few other shows I want to do. This is a short one, quick and easy, painless, right? Come on. Anyway. All right, guys. I appreciate you listening, and we'll talk soon, baby. Wrestle your perception. Take care, everybody.